0: This podcast is a segment of the book Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. When it comes to stocking your storehouse with the armor of God, we need to start with the Belt of Truth. We do not stand a chance against the enemy's attack if we are not grounded in biblical truth. We need to know the truth about God and the truth about ourselves. We need the truth about what the scriptures say about our relationship with God. Without this truth, there is no foundation for the other weapons. John 8 verse 32 and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. To be the people God desires us to be, we need to be people of the highest integrity. We need to be people of truth. The belt of truth has three components. Honesty is the leather strap. Ongoing evaluation is the notches. And confession is the buckle. We will evaluate the importance of honesty, evaluation, and confession as three components of truth in the next three chapters. If we put on the belt of truth, we will be honest. If we are honest, we will speak the truth without pretense, and we will be living authentically. We will take full responsibility for our actions and our emotions. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to be honest. It is very humbling to admit when you are powerless, but there is great power in being honest. Many of the strongholds we need to tear down are much bigger and stronger than us. To tear down these strongholds, we need God's help and guidance. We need to admit our inability honestly and in faith reach out to him. Our culture, on the other hand, promotes self-sufficiency and personal strength. If you do not have enough internal fortitude or wisdom to solve your problems, you are viewed as an inferior human. While living in Northern Canada, I enjoyed kayaking on the glassy, smooth, quiet lake in front of our cabin. The sun would rise at 3 in the morning in the summer and I would regularly go for an early morning paddle before driving in for work. During this time, I learned to do an Eskimo roll with relative ease. After leaving the Canadian medical practice, we moved to Placerville, California. Our house was a short two-mile drive to the South Fork of the American River, a world-renowned river for rafting and kayaking. I was able to raft the river a few times before attempting the trip on my river kayak. Now, I have to tell you, an Eskimo roll on a calm lake is nothing like trying to accomplish an Eskimo roll on a raging river. I have no idea how many times I swam that day. If I did remember, I would probably lie about it to make my experience sound more accomplished. Let's say the trip ended with me exhausted clinging to the edge of a rock, losing parts of my kayak, and then being rescued by a sympathetic rafting group. The best part of that day was finally admitting that I was powerless over the river and desperately needed rescuing. If we are honest, we all need rescuing. If you live in a world where you do not recognize your need to be rescued or saved, you live in a delusional world of eventual destruction. When you pause and evaluate your problems and shortcomings, do not hide in a forest of well-meaning intentions. Talk is cheap and not to be trusted. Good intentions are nothing more than deceptive self-talk. If you are willing to embrace the uncertain struggle for what it is, it will humble you. And it is in the humbling that you become free to be the person God would have you to be. Being honest enough to admit where you are powerless is very freeing. This kind of honesty does not mean we give up and go home. There is a lot we can and should do, but it is crucial to keep in mind that we are fighting an enemy who intends our destruction. Do not treat this battle lightly. The Bible has a lot to say about honest living and the vital importance of honesty. If you want to experience God's favor, then you need to live honestly. Proverbs 12 verse 22 Live in the truth and keep your promises, and the Lord will keep delighting in you, but he detests a liar. Living honestly will cost you at times, but it has great value in God's economy. Proverbs 19, verse 1. It's better to be honest, even if it leads to poverty, than to live as a dishonest fool. Living honestly means living transparently. If you are transparent before God, he will be able to guide and change you into the person you were designed to be. 2 Corinthians 8. Verse 21 For we intend to do what is right, and we are totally open both to the Lord's inspection and to man's. If you want your God-given dreams to succeed and your voice to be spoken, then you must live honestly. Proverbs 11 verse 3 Integrity will lead you to success and happiness, but treachery will destroy your dreams. Dishonesty destroys relationships and will distance you from others. If you desire quality relationships, you must be honest and authentic. Proverbs 16, verse 28. A twisted person spreads rumors. A whispering gossip ruins good friendships. Do not strive for more. Instead, seek to manage with integrity and honesty what you currently have. And then you'll be blessed with more. Luke 16, verse 10. The one who manages the little he has been given with faithfulness and integrity will be promoted and trusted with greater responsibilities. But those who cheat with the little they have been given will not be considered trustworthy to receive more. Are you honest? Are you authentic? How can you properly evaluate if you are honest or not? How can this critical trait grow and develop in your life? Honesty must be a priority and a necessary part of your storehouse. Do not compromise your honesty. 2 Timothy 2.15 Always be eager to present yourself before God as a perfect and mature minister without shame as one who correctly explains the word of truth we need to be aware how easily we deceive ourselves without humility it is impossible to live an authentic honest life jeremiah 17 verse 9 the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it 1 john 1:8 if we boast that we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and are strangers to the truth. We require God's help to guide us to the truth and help us live more honestly. Psalm 25 verse 5 Escort me along the way. Take me by the hand and teach me. For you are the God of my increasing salvation, I have wrapped my heart into yours. Psalm 86, verse 11 Teach me more about you, how you work, and how you move, so that I can walk onward in your truth until everything within me brings honor to your name. To develop honesty requires regular washing by his word. God's word is powerful and active and able to reveal areas of dishonesty in our lives. Ephesians 5 verse 26. To make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the Word of God. To be authentic and live in the truth, we require guidance and insight only available through the Holy Spirit. John 16 verse 13. But when the truth-giving Spirit comes, He will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak His own message, but only what He hears from the Father, and He will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. We must remain in a relationship with other committed believers. Your honesty will grow in an environment where you are held accountable to others seeking to grow in their relationship with the Lord. Hebrews 10 verse 25 This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing, because we need each other. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. Growth in honesty and authenticity is not painless. It will hurt and you will want to give up at times. It will be a struggle, but the battle will be worth it. If you are not struggling, you are probably not growing. How stocked is the honesty section of your storehouse? Ask these questions when using this principle as a filter for your life. Are you humble enough to see where you are powerless? Are you humble enough to admit that you struggle with significant issues in life? Do you desire to be the person God intended you to be? If you are not wrestling, you are not living a Christ-centered life, and you will not be in a position to help others who are struggling. If you want to see your godly grit grow, you must be humble and honest. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Romans, addresses this issue of ongoing struggle. In Romans 7, verses 15 to 25, he writes, I'm a mystery to myself, for I want to do what is right, but end up doing what my moral instincts condemn. And if my behavior is not in line with my desire, my conscience still confirms the excellence of the law, and now I realize that it is no longer my true self doing it, but the unwelcome intrusion of sin in my humanity. For I know that nothing good lives within the flesh of my fallen humanity. The longings to do what is right are within me, but willpower is not enough to accomplish it. My lofty desires to do what is good are dashed when I do the things I want to avoid. So if my behavior contradicts my desires to do good, I must conclude that it is not my true identity doing it, but the unwelcome intruder of sin hindering me from being who I really am. Through my experience of this principle, I discover that even when I want to do good, evil is ready to sabotage me. Truly, Deep within my true identity, I love to do what pleases God. But I discern another power operating in my humanity, waging a war against the moral principles of my conscience and bringing me into captivity as a prisoner to the law of sin, this unwelcomed intruder in my humanity. What an agonizing situation I am in. So who has the power to rescue this miserable man from the unwelcome intruder of sin and death. I give all my thanks to God, for his mighty power has finally proved a way out through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. So, if left to myself, the flesh is aligned with the law of sin. But now my renewed mind is fixed on and submitted to God's righteous principles. Would you like God to show up and show himself strong on your behalf? If you live a life of pretense and self-protective deception, you are telling God through your thoughts and actions you do not need his help. You are only deceiving yourself. Are you committed to living and speaking honestly? Do you have room in your storehouse for this quality? If this quality is not a priority, you'll be wasting your time attempting to utilize the rest of God's armor. You must start with honesty. You owe it to God, you owe it to others, and you owe it to yourself.